damn you, Buck. All right, then. Hi. <laughs> oh, I ruined it. I ruined it. <laughs> What'd you say? Hi. Welcome to our podcast on the discussion of The Red Queen by Victoria Aveyard. Yeah, this is our spoiler discussion. So if you haven't read it, don't listen or be prepared. Yeah, because there are some major spoilers in here, unless you're Sharon, who predicts the whole thing. <laughs> not the whole thing, just the major points. <laughs> okay, that actually leads me up to like my first question, which is probably not like the best first question, but now I'm really curious about it. Yeah. What surprised you the most? Like what caught you off guard the most when you were like, oh crap, that happened? I don't know. I honestly don't think I was ever fully surprised. I mean, like, I kind of think, I thought that the battle, I thought that it would get farther along before the betrayal than it did, I guess. I honestly, honestly, I I don't think I had a surprise because I was pretty much like, like, as soon as we met Cal, I was like, oh, he's probably going to be a prince. And then as soon as we met Maven, I mean, I don't remember how far into it I was before I texted you and was like, he's going to betray her, isn't he? Like, I don't, I honestly, I mean, even with her brother, as soon as they said her brother was dead, I was like, he's not dead. Yeah, I think that one I knew. And, but I know I talk about this in pretty much every podcast we do, but like, I will, that's one of the, like, that's the perfect example of how, like, I try to make myself stay oblivious is I knew as soon as, like, they found out that shade or she was told that shade was killed that or executed or whatever however you want to phrase that same thing um do you want to know my prediction on that whole thing not yet i we could do that like i figured he wasn't going to be but i would not let myself think about that until it happened because like i wanted to be surprised with her but i mean i feel like she definitely dropped big hands on that one too especially with her like having dreams about him being in the room and yeah stuff. well and i mean honestly i felt like i don't know i think i would have been more surprised if he'd been actually dead than than how i was um and I was going to say I have a prediction on that whole thing, but I think I'm going to save that for the bonus podcast because it has nothing to do with this book. Um, okay. It just has to do with what I think might end up happening later. Um, but that would I, actually be I, kind of like a fun theme for the bonus one. What? Like prediction? predictions for later in the series. Okay, I like that. That'd be a fun theme. So you guys should go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash book. And listen to the bonus podcast where we predict things. Um, but anyways. You can open up like comment section too where y'all can predict as well. If you haven't read. No spoilers if you have. Yeah. Which means um, I'm not going to give you a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> so my, I, I really don't think that there was a moment where I was like super surprised. I mean just because everything kind of set up pretty well. Uh, there were a few things that I probably wouldn't have thought that it would happen that way. So, like, when they, I didn't think how they discovered that she had powers. I didn't think that it would happen that way. But as soon as it started happening, like, as soon as they talked about the net thing, I was like, okay, I can see where this is going. Like, I figured when they were starting about the Queen's trial that something was going to happen to show that she had powers. But I didn't necessarily, like, predict how, if that makes sense. 
Yeah. Like, I, I didn't think that that was the way that she would do Did it. Did you have any idea what her power was before it happened? No. I I thought that her power would end up being something that, like, maybe she'd had her entire life and didn't realize it. Like, that helped her steal and stuff. Um, so I was not predicting the electricity, but I did like it. And I do like the fact that it's different. Like, that yeah. she can, that she doesn't have to have outside, you know, like, she doesn't have to have it to to do it she can create it i think that's so, but I this think is I something that why because you know kinetic energy and all that fun stuff but yeah what i was gonna say before was i think I'll, I'll, really i think it's just because like my dad and i used to play games to see who could figure it out first so i i'm not saying that if anybody else read this book that they would figure everything out i think i do just because i can't help myself that makes sense. <laughs> um, I didn't realize the first time I was reading it, but there actually are like I think it was two. There was two times that it shows her reacting to electricity without being really obvious about it. I thought that was pretty cool because I did not pick that up. So like there was oh, I didn't pick that up when at the it? very beginning when she's. It's after um, after Gisa's hand gets broke. And oh yeah, no, yeah, I knew it then. Was it then? No, no. Because when she's she never went. Yeah, because when she's talking to her dad, it shocks her. Right. Yeah. Like I knew. I I didn't know that it was technically like the. I I need to slow down and use your words, Sharon. Um, my first thought of it was during the um riot whenever the person she electrocutes the water person oh i missed that yeah like she she, so during the riot um that water nymph or whatever caught her and she electrocuted him but she doesn't and i i don't know if i don't remember if she realized it was happening then either i think she was just like oh shit i don't know what happened let's just keep running um very <laughs> I was yeah I was like oh okay so electricity and then the thing with her dad happened and I was like okay like I I think I would have liked it if maybe she would have made some offhand comment like in the very very beginning about like maybe being sensitive to light or sensitive to cameras like even well, if she would have made a comment about always knowing where cameras are. Like I think I would have liked that a lot more. Well, I don't think they had a lot of cameras in her town. I think her first really experience with cameras is in the palace. Well, I thought they talked about there being like cameras on the street and all that. And then like when they're in the stadium. No, 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 because she even makes like a comment about it when she's in the castle about how she feels like somebody's watching her all the time, and it took her a little while to realize it was the cameras. Yeah. Well, I mean, even if it wouldn't have even had to have been cameras, I mean, I, I just feel like... But she does. There's a... At the very beginning, when they're in, the first time you hear about the feats, and I think that what she doesn't like about the noise that nobody else seems to do is it's an electrical thing. That oh, she's so hearing, hearing that. the loud electricalness to it. Yeah, I didn't catch that. That makes me. She's the only person that reacts to it. She's the only person that seems like it's too loud than it should be. Yeah. Yeah. I I just kind of wish there was a little more. Now that I know that's there, I might go back and reread it because that would make me 
a little happier in it. Um, but even with, I think like the the only other time that something happened that I was not thinking that's how it was going to happen was when they killed the king. I thought that they would just make like an accident, you know, like when he's out and he just accidentally dies or um, that they would poison him and frame Mare or something like, like I thought they were going to set Mare up to kill him. I did not think that they would make Cal do it. But then awful. Poor Cal. When it was happening, I was like, well, now this makes more sense because then they would have to turn around and kill Cal for Maeve to get on Marv. Maeve? Marv? Maven? Maven. I wanted to call (laughs) Marvin. But they would end up having to, like, kill Cal as well so that Maven would get the throne. So it does make a lot more sense that they would set Cal up. I kind of expected them to eventually kill Cal, but not the king, because I always kind of felt like Alara, that's right, isn't it? Alara? Yeah. Was just kind of controlling the king. So I didn't feel like she mm, felt like she I don't, needed him, really. I don't think that she ever fully controlled him, just because there are a lot of times when he does or says something that upsets her. So I think that if she could control him or was controlling him, that wouldn't be the case, which I kind of want to know how he was able to keep her from being able to do that. Um, I don't know, though, because I feel like a lot smart enough that she would have not controlled him to the extent that it was obvious she was controlling him. Right. But I think that um, I, I personally don't think that she was controlling him. Because I think that there are too many times when she doesn't agree with what he's doing. Or, and, and I feel like if she was able to control him, then why do go through all of this when you could have just made him commit suicide or whatever? You know, like, I, I don't think that she had a way to control him. Or that she was controlling him. I, I think that that maybe she just controlled the circumstances to become queen. And then they were in kind of one of those, like marriages where convenience but I do think that maybe at some point she might have liked him but honestly I don't think she likes much of anybody she's just a complete sociopath (laughs) well I mean if that's your power it's probably hard not to be yeah I yeah I was just kind of like like when that whole thing went down I was like okay that's fine but okay let's move to another topic okay what are your thoughts on Julian? Mm, like in what sense? Like, okay, so do you think that Julian has a bigger role in the resistance? I cannot answer that. <laughs> okay, that'll be a prediction thing then, because I have a prediction on that. Okay, so then what do you... Did you like Julian, though? I did like Julian. What about Sarah? Um, I did like Sarah, although I felt very sad for Sarah because she doesn't have her tongue. And I feel like all of the hinting that they did about how bad Maven was makes me wonder if Maven helped cut out her tongue or, like, helped that downfall happen. Because they hate Maven, so. You know, I honestly do not even remember that, so I can't. 
yeah. Like, I, I don't even know. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't well, I mean, I don't think they'll ever tell you why. I just know that they really didn't like him, and he kept warning her against him. Um. So, what did you think about the society? You mean, like, red versus silver and all that crap? Well, kind of like how it was just set up in general. I mean, yeah, you had the red versus silver, but then you also have the techies. Yeah. So, are the techies red? Yes, they are. Okay. So, I'm I'm kind of confused on, like, how the map is. Like, I kind of really wish they had a map. Yeah, right. Like, need a map. It would be fantastic. Yeah, because it's like, where is the techies you know like they have to go through it to get to the capital so I'm not quite sure how that's set up but my question is if they if the rebels win then do they free the techies and if they do what is that going to do to A the pollution and B the you know how the fact that they run everything yeah um, I'm trying to think if I know anything about the techies. I don't, I don't feel like that's been, like, a big part yet. Yeah, I kind of feel like they kind of just mention like, them and then not really mention them again. Even, like, I read the first three. I haven't read the one yet, but even up to, like, the point that I'm at, I don't remember anything major with the techies, so unless I'm, like, just blanking on it I don't know that they really think too far about that (laughs) well I'll just repeat that I feel like even as far into the series as I am I don't think they really thought too far in advance about the techies um I don't think this is a spoiler but I know like there are techies in the resistance the resistance are like 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 they're in the next book like i remember meeting some i i don't remember who <laughs> it's been a while since i've read those um but honestly like i feel like the the rebels like i feel like they've not really thought a lot about how they're planning on setting the world up after they win like i think like they're just very nearsighted in the we yeah weren't, i was kind of getting that feeling too where they didn't feel like they were very organized I'm going to try and, like, not give anything away because I don't think this does, but I think they they've not really even talked about, like, their plan as far as, like, how they're going to run the world when they do take it over, you know? So, yeah. yeah, No clue. Maybe that's what War Swarm is going to be about. No clue. (laughs) This book kind of reminds me a lot of Another one that I've read that I need to see if the third book came out yet. I just remembered. Um, I don't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but I'll put it on the Patreon when I remember. But it's like a steampunk one where um, all of the kids are like living uh, in this like in hiding because their parents are out fighting the rebellion, right? So, like, all of the kids basically stay there until they're, like, 18, and then they join the rebellion. Um, So, it's literally, like, a civilization of children, and the oldest people are in charge, so that it's all ran by, like, 17-year-olds. But it's a really, really good book, and I think you would like it if you like this one, because it's set up kind of the same. Um, But 
I don't remember the name of it, so I'll have to put that on the Patreon. So if you like this book, you should read that one because it's good. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of what else to discuss with this one. This book, there's just so much in this book. There's so much. Well, I do feel like her relationships with Cal and Maven are pretty important. It's pretty important, like for the entire series, like it, it w- carries out. So I would say maybe that surprised me a little bit. I really was not expecting her and Maven to connect. Um, and I, I for some reason, I pictured Maven as just really young, you know. So yeah. I had to kind of like rethink that, the, them being the same age. Um, Maven ended up being personality wise a lot different than what I was expecting him to be. And, but, you know, then again, his giant spoiler here, but, you know, he's evil. So, um, well, evil ish. (laughs) Um, yeah. Maven might be my favorite character in this series just because of like everything that he is. Like, right. Well, I I like the last episode about how like, I like the characters I'm supposed to like, and I don't like the characters I don't like. Like, I he's a bad character, but I love that about him. If that makes sense. Like, I yeah. love his the depth to his character. Right. I was gonna say, I I really like how well rounded his character is, and I like that he's he's not fully predictable. Like, I did get the sense in the beginning. I was like, okay, he's gonna turn on her, but I did not think that it would be as drastic as it was i figured that he was just kind of like a mama's boy you know and like his mom wanted him to get close to her and so i always pictured it being like this is actually his character but his mom is like kind of brainwashed not not brainwashing but you know like his mom is like figuratively brainwashed (laughs) yeah like his mom is like you need to do this this and this and he does it because he loves his mom and he's a mama's boy and then maybe being in love with mayor is making him like turn against his mom um so i was kind of wrong on that (laughs) because that's not what happened but um like it was expected for him to betray mayor but very unexpected for him to betray cow right like i i was like hey he's gonna betray mare and honestly i could see him betraying cal at times too when you could see him getting like jealous of him and stuff but i'm just mean i didn't see it the way it happened like to me i thought that he would be betraying mare because he wants to be king and he's a mama's boy and he doesn't really believe the crap that she told him but he has to go along with it for his mom you know like i i always just thought that it was going to be he's just been brought up this way and maybe loving her starts bringing out the good in him. Like that's mm-hmm. what I was kind of expecting, but I didn't think it would happen in time. Like I was like, I think he's still going to end up betraying her, but then like regretting it. Um, but that ended up being wrong. I mean, it ended up being that he's just a douche. Um, and let me edit that part out. It ended up being that, you know, he was just not a good person. And, uh, or maybe that his mom had control of him. Um, and Cal kind of surprised me. I, I did not think that he would like, when, when they were all like, oh, he'll choose you 
over his kingdom, I did not think that at all. I was like, that's not going to happen. But I did, I was surprised that he was so great. Because, like, I feel like the normal setup is you have the prince that's wants to change and do all this stuff or whatever. So I think, to me, their personalities were kind of flipped. Yeah. If that makes sense. So, like, I picture Cal as being, you know, like, the... I'm trying to think of, of a book that you might have read that's close to it. Um there's one I just read, um, oh, the the Throne of Glass series, how the prince is, you know, wants to change and wants to make the country better, but his dad was like a crazy tyrant. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I thought that it was going to be like that. Like, I thought the dad was going to be the crazy tyrant and he was going to be the one that wants change, but he just doesn't know how to do it and... You know, like, he doesn't, it goes against his upbringing and all of that. I did not expect him to be, like, I mean, I think we should change, but I think that it's going to take, that it's impossible. You know, like, I didn't expect that. I expected him to be more gung-ho. Yeah, I do think that um, Cal had none of this happened he became king i think he would have definitely made changes i think he would have just been more for like small changes at a time not a rebellion you know like like, a massive change like that is just it's not worth the risk and but i honestly think that had mayor not got involved in anything and you know alara didn't happen that when he became king naturally on his own, he would have made smaller changes in the way Reds were treated, like giving them smaller. Uh, I could see him rights. maybe. I could see him maybe um, making some things better. So, like, I could see him saying, you know, maybe not every person has to go to war, or like you can go when you're 20, you know, or I could see him doing something like making the housing slightly better you know like i could see him doing some changes but i could still see the reds being enslaved oh absolutely you would not see like any major differences for cal like his vision like there would be no major differences for probably like a hundred years right it would be like i can kind of i kind of see where he's coming from with the whole if you stop everything now or whatever, then it's going to throw everything into chaos. But then I'm like, oh darn, maybe it needs to be thrown into chaos. Maybe that's the problem. The only people that would really be thrown into chaos is the Silvers. and Right. Well, and that's the same... It's it's the same argument that the South used with the Civil War. They were like, we can't free the slaves because it's going to ruin everything. And you know what? It didn't. So, (laughs) like... And it was the same thing with, like, the French Revolution and all of that, which, you know, they kind of nod to is that every time that there's been an oppressed people, you either fix it or they fix you. Like, that's just how history happens. And I do like that they talk about our history. I think that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like that, too. But, I again, I wish there was a little more clarity on, like, where this is at and the time period. Like, I really kind of wish I had a better understanding of the world 
because like I'm really confused on how it's laid out. I'm really confused on, I mean, I'm assuming this is post-apocalyptic, but what happened? Like, how did the silvers even come to be? And so, like, I almost wish there was, like, a history. Or, like, at some point in the book, maybe she was taught a history. Um, Well, you do meet people from other lands later on in the series. So I feel like you might get a little more clarification then. But I I actually think she might purposely make it to where you don't know, like, exactly where it's taking place. Like, whether it's America or England or wherever. Um, Because she doesn't want people to like make those connections but because the northerners she talks about it being really cold up north so i'm gonna assume it is like canada uh, north america yeah and well so like i just feel like i would be more invested if i could picture it better and not even necessarily saying they're in chicago you know like I feel like if you're going to make it, if you're going to make it post-apocalyptic of this world, then you need to have throwback locations to that. Kind of like how the 100 does. So, like, their Ton DC is Washington, you know, and, and things like that. So, like, there are little nods to the past culture, but it's not you know, like, it's not, like, saying, it's not set up like Washington, D.C. was set up because it's, you know, hundreds of years after everything was destroyed. Um, but, like, I feel like if she would have had something in there to give us maybe an idea, kind of like Hunger Games, we had about, you know, we had an idea of where she was. We don't know exactly where, but we know she was in the Blue Ridge Mountains, and we know that they were in coal country, so it was a lot easier to, to, to match that scenery in my head, I guess you could say. Like, I could picture her poor town a lot better than I can Mare's. So, like, when they talk about Mare's town... I could picture this world better than I could picture Hunger Games. Yeah, not me. Like, with Mare's town, the closest thing I can think of was an episode of Firefly, where they go to Janestown. And like the mutters and all that so like i'm i just picture like almost kind of like here like deserty with like shacks but then they're on stilts and so like i'm i'm really kind of confused with what this world looks like you know like i i really wish that she had that she had painted a better picture of where they're at and what their world looks like see that's so weird because i like i feel like i can see it like i know i have this image in my head of what the stilts look like and what the Silver City looks like, the Summer Palace, like, I have that in my head. Like, I know what that looks I don't, like. I don't at all. I mean, like, I can kind of picture the Silver they were but... selling down the thing and, you know, like, when they're going back to the the main castle, whatever, and they had made all the Reds come and watch them, like, I could picture that riverbank. I pictured the Mississippi when I thought of that. But... For me, the only thing I can think of for the stilts, <laughs> the only thing I can think of for, stop interrupting me. Sorry, go. The only thing I can think of in the stilts is, have you seen Ready Player One? Yeah, me too. Same. Yeah, like where the trailer stacked up. 
Like, I was picturing maybe something like that, but then I'm like, maybe these are more like huts. Like, I honestly, I, I can't picture this world. So, I don't, I have no idea what the palace really looks like. Like, there's some rooms I can kind of guess, maybe, like a room. But the whole, like, picture of the palace, I, I can't, I have no idea. <laughs> so, I kind of wish that maybe, even if she just had a map, so that I could, or like, like how Tamara Pierce would have like the fort drawings, you know, mm-hmm. like if she just had a layout of the palace, it would make, and you know, like the stilts or something like that, then I think it would have allowed me to get more into it. I also feel like I don't really need all of that to get into the books either. So I guess I just well, never worried about it. I don't think I need it to get into the book. I just think that I would have enjoyed it a lot more if I could clearly, like, picture where they're at. Because, like, even, like, with the train thing, I'm like, okay, I get that you're going to a place that everybody thinks is radiated or whatever, but, like, is this a city? Is this a town? Is this a subway? Is this a, you know, like, it's, like, it just kind of throws me because I don't know where I should be picturing this happening, you know? Well, that's the joy of being a reader. You get to decide. (laughs) Yeah, but I would like to have some direction. (laughs) Well, it was definitely a town. She says it was a town. There was buildings and houses. and. I'm assuming it was like a city. I think she even said something about a little thing. What? I think she said something about like some kind of like little restaurant looking thing also. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that it's a city. But what subway travels that far that you can be someplace where they think it's completely radiated? Like, because they talk about it being the underground tunnels or whatever in the subway system, but then they're going to a place that's supposed to be so irradiated and no one can ever go to it. But what subway would go that far? It doesn't have to be far because you remember they had the trees that were spelled to where things couldn't get past them. So it could literally be. A stone. Well, no, they had that for the Trekkie, but when they're talking about going to the resistance thing, she's like, well, I thought no one could go there because it's been blown up or whatever. Kind of like how District, was it 13 in Hunger Games? Yeah, like District 13 in Hunger Games. Like, they talk about the fact that this is an area that's supposed to be, like, destroyed and radiated and no one can go to. So, it assumed that you wouldn't build right next to it, you know? So, like, they take the subway there. And so I'm like, well, how far can you, is that? Like, how far does a subway go? And so, especially a subway that's left over from a whole nother time. So, like, there's just a few things that I'm just confused on. But I don't think that they're big enough that it affects the story. I think it's just kind of, like, me being a little nitpicky. And I think it would be nice to... It's more like a bullet train anyway. So they could probably go pretty far pretty fast because Mare talks about how going at those speeds, like it's going to be bad. Like she could feel how fast they were going because of the electricity. Right. But they talk about it being underground too. So I'm like, do bullet trains go underground? Like I don't know enough about trains. Sure, of course they can. Well, I mean, because they talk about it being in the tunnels in the city. So I, I pictured it as a subway. Yeah, but I honestly feel like they very well could have tweaked it with the techies and made yeah. it train without because it's the only one. I mean, yeah, I, I would just I would like a map. 
I just want somebody to draw me a map. Draw it yourself. I can't. I don't know what it looks like. <laughs> uh, anyway, I think that we're nearing our thirty-minute mark. Do you know how much? We barely even discussed the book. I know. <laughs> well, all in all, I would say that I liked it, and I will read it again. I, I mean, a lot more stuff to discuss. A slightly longer episode for the discussion episode, and I don't think people will care. I mean, I'm okay with that too, but then you have to bring up the next topic. Okay, who do you like better, Cal or Maven or Killorn? <laughs> we haven't talked about him at all. I didn't like Killorn. Killorn annoyed me. Um, I feel like maybe he'll get better. I hope he'll get better. Um, Sorry, there's a motorcycle crossing. Uh, But he kind of... He just annoyed me. Like, I felt like in the beginning, he was just very reliant on her, which I kind of get, because that's kind of been their relationship. But... And then he... It almost feels like he expects her to love him, and because that's all they've known. And so I don't... I don't know. I just... I didn't like him. I didn't like him when he joined the Rebels. Like, I think he's just going to end up being a problem. I think he's going to be a hothead. Um, and I hate comparing this to Hunger Games all the time, but he reminds me of, Ga- of Gavin? 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 Gale. Yeah, he reminds me of Gale in Hunger Games kind of thing. And I almost feel like he's just a character that's in there to make you think that it's going to be a love square, you know? square <laughs> um i always feel bad for that character the character who like if this story wasn't happening he would have got the girl you know like the they odd character like, like hey sorry i'm referencing twilight but like bella and jacob would have happened if edward hadn't existed um well i don't know because i feel like i feel like that if it were to happen it would happen like, I think that, okay, do I think that down the road, do, do, I think, do I think that down the road that they would have ended up together? Yes, but do I think that they would have been, like, in love with each other? No. I think it would have just ended up being a, this is the best way for us to survive. So, I feel like it's better. Specifically? I can't hear you cut out. Mill and Killorn specifically in that, or well, I think the same thing with I think with the same thing with um, I mean, I don't know about Bella and Jacob because I've tried to block those books out of my brain, but I feel the same way with Katniss and Gale, and and anything that's like that where you have like the person you know that you're like, well, obviously, we're gonna get married eventually or whatever because we have to you know like I don't have any other choices um so I feel like it's better that that doesn't happen and that this character can now find someone that they actually love yeah I don't I I feel like if it wasn't for like supernatural or like whatever causes sure but I think since all of these people 
like their lives are interrupted by a supernatural event you know mare having power she's not supposed to have or um a vampire existing when he's not supposed to right those things um Katniss and Peta both surviving the Hunger Games like that kind of thing if those things didn't happen then they would obviously be together like I don't know I just feel bad for them for those characters I, well I don't necessarily <laughs> because I don't think that they would have been happy if they would have ended up together oh I, I definitely think Marin Killorn were because oh no I don't but, I think she would have I honestly think that she would have gotten sick of him and like hit him at one point <laughs> I don't I think that I think Mary would be a hard person to please anyway I think she is no matter what you know right. but I think she would be unhappy I think they're unhappy with her life and Mary is unhappy with her life and I don't think that would change with or without Killorn right so I think if she survived conscription which honestly i feel like the only reason that they weren't a thing beforehand was because she did not expect to survive conscription like i didn't yeah. think i don't think she felt like she was going to come home and see him again so i don't think she ever really thought about it but i definitely think she cared about him a lot i think like, she cared they, about him but i think she felt more than friends for him she just never let herself think that way because she didn't need to she didn't expect to i think even if she did survive conscription she probably expected killorn to find someone else while he was home i honestly felt like that i agree with the whole not falling like not making it something before conscription but i think that with her doing that she kind of like almost family zoned him not really to the point where they wouldn't have ended up together because honestly i feel like they would have ended up together because they didn't have really any other choice um but i don't think that she ever loved him i really don't because i think that if she really loved him even if she wasn't letting herself feel it if she loved him then she wouldn't have so easily loved other people you know or it would have been a little more confusing like i think she cares for him i think that she does love him i just don't think that she's in love with him like, I feel like it's more of, she loves him, she sees him as family, she wants to take care of him and make sure that he is doing well, but I don't think you could ever make that into, you know, a healthy relationship or make that into something more, because in her brain, she's his mom, almost, like, I just don't, I honestly don't think it would have ever worked out. I don't think that she would have ever fully loved him. And I could be wrong. Maybe she does later, but I don't see it. No, day over. <laughs> <laughs> but. And I think that he's too hot-headed, honestly. I can see Killorn in doing something stupid because he wants to prove himself and he's just a dumb guy. Yeah, like trying to get her attention and stuff. Right. And but, not even specifically just her. Like, I feel like at some point he's going to do that with the rebels, you know? Like, he's like just a hothead. Up. Yeah. Which I think is why I don't like him. I, I don't like hotheads. Um, I, I don't really like Cal or Maven that much either. I like Cal. And, like, I've, I like Maven's character. But obviously, yeah. like, you can maven because <laughs> i like their characters but i don't think i could ever stand to be around either one of them with their tempers and just their wishy-washiness i'm so used to temper though 
There was not... I would say that there was not one character in here that I was rooting for her to have a relationship with. Except, I don't know how old Julian is. And so, like, I kind of wanted Julian to be, like, maybe in his late 20s, early 30s, you know? And then maybe they had that weird teacher-student dynamic. What? A day in a new marriage situation? Kind of. And not even just... Yeah, no, I think I 100% wanted that just because Julian was a good person, you know, and like he's smart and he's, he's like, he knows that it's wrong and he's trying to do what he can, you know, like, I think that he is a spy and I think that he is doing it under wraps, but I just think that Julian is a better person. And I honestly kind of want him to end up being like the ultimate bad, just so it throws me for a loop. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> on saying- that note, we should end the podcast because we're already at thirty minutes on this one. Okay. <laughs> that well, silence means, am I right? Or am I wrong? No, I'm just kidding. You'll never know until you read them. I know. Um, so I think that this, I think it all in all is a good book. And I think that it's uh, a lot of discussion could go into it, picking it and stuff like that. Um, so I'm kind of curious to see what we talk about on the bonus podcast, just because there's so much more to talk about, you know? Yeah, like we haven't even touched on Evangeline. Oh, I know. Like, <laughs> Evangeline. Um, so if you want to know more about my predictions on Julian and crazy Evangeline, then go to patreon.com slash book and become a patron, and then you can get access to our bonus podcast. <laughs> we also have to decide, was I right? Oh yeah, I forgot all about that part. Which, spoiler alert, we talked about off podcast. Um, <laughs> that's not really spoiler, but... Okay, so if you remember, my prediction was that she would fall in love with the brother that she wasn't betrothed to. And I feel like I got that right. Because she may not have ended up with him, but she totally loved him. Yeah, but you didn't predict that she'd end up with him. I didn't. I predicted that she would fall in love with him. Yeah. So I think that I got it right. Yeah, I would say so, too. Yay! So that means, you guys, when you go, join Team Niffler, because we are awesome. And we're winning. But Phoenix is going to make a comeback. We are. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> I Have you read any of the new book for next no. month? No. If you don't know, you guys, next month's book is... Um, Good enough. Late- yeah good enough to eat I was like it's laying under me and I don't really want to move to get it because my bed is loud um, it is good enough to eat uh, by Allison Gray and Jay I, I could be wrong on Gray's first name so Gray and Jay um, <laughs> I am a couple chapters into it so I already know one of our predictions is correct but I'm not going to tell you whose because you gotta read it and find out so, one of us was correct. The other one I don't know yet. I'm not far enough in to see. Um, but, if you are wondering what I'm talking about, go back and listen to last week's episode where we do the spoiler-free review and we talk about next month's read. 
is there anything else that we need to put at the end of this that I'm forgetting? I do not think so. Okay. Um, so next week will be our uh, facts episode. Um, and oh, this will actually be a good facts episode too. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a question? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like it's you've got two people and oh, that's true. Yeah, it'll be easier and and yeah. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. My brain is out of it. Of the book, I feel like that's going to be a good theme for facts. This is true. Um, so that'll be our, our facts episode. And um, if you want to follow us on social media at DemiBook on Twitter and Instagram. Right? Yep. Yeah. And like I said last time, the more followers we get on each one, the more active we're going to be because we're going to feel obligated. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Uh, so I think that's it. I feel like I'm forgetting something. So if I am forgetting something, I'm sorry. <laughs> but we actually don't know how to end these things either. What? If we forget anything, send us a message. We'll clear it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, hop on over to the Patreon for our bonus podcast and become a patron because uh, not only can you join in on some fun discussions and stuff, but you can help us make the podcast better. So, Which okay. We need. <laughs> yes. Okay. Bye. Bye, guys.